you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story is Ark of God Returned. After the Philistines captured the Ark of God, they put it in the temple of their god. The next morning, they found their idol face down in front of the Ark. They set the idol back up, but the next morning, it was on the ground again. This time, the head and hands were broken off. Suddenly, the city was overturned with mice, and the people had large tumors covering their bodies. The men said, This is being caused by the Ark of Israel's God, so they moved it to another city. Immediately, God's judgment hit that city. They were overrun with mice, and the people developed large, painful tumors. This caused the people to panic. The men sent the Ark of God to yet another city, but the people there yelled at them, You're trying to kill us. We don't want that Ark in our city. They moved the Ark from city to city for seven months. Fear and death followed it wherever it went. Finally, the Philistines asked their priests, how can we send the ark of the Lord back to Israel? They said, if you send the ark back to Israel, you must send a guilt offering with it. Then God will remove his hand of judgment and you'll be healed. Make five gold images of your tumors and five gold images of the mice that are destroying the land. Give glory to the God of Israel and he will stop crushing you. But if you become stubborn, you'll be like Pharaoh when these people left Egypt. He'll send more plagues upon you until you send the ark back to Israel. Here's what to do. Prepare a new cart and place the Ark of God on it. Put the gold objects in a box beside it. Select two milk cows that have never been in a yoke and hitch them to the cart. Take the calves away from the cows and put them in a pen nearby. Then stand back and see what the cows do. If they ignore their cows and go up the road toward Israel, you'll know it was the Lord who tormented us for seven months. But if the cows go toward their calves, we'll know that all of this was just something that happened by chance. It wasn't God's judgment. The men did exactly as they were instructed. They got two milk cows and separated them from their calves. They hitched the cows to a cart, even though they had never been in a yoke before. They put the ark on a new cart, along with the five gold images of their tumors and the mice. When all was ready, they stood back and watched. The cows went straight up the road toward Israel. They stayed on the road with their heads down, lowering as they went. The Philistine rulers walked behind them all the way to the territory of Israel. The people of Israel were harvesting wheat when they saw the ark coming toward them. They shouted for joy. As they watched, the cows pulled the cart to a field near a large rock and stopped. The people of Israel put the ark on the rock. They then used the wood from the cart to offer the cows as a burnt offering for the Lord. When the Philistine rulers saw this, they returned to their country. There were 70 men from a nearby town who were curious about what was in the Ark of God. So they opened it and looked inside. All 70 men died by the hand of God. This struck fear into the people, but it was the beginning of the nation of Israel turning their hearts back to God. Let's go to the scripture. Again, I'd like to 
point out, as I've done before in these episodes, that this these stories are simply representational stories of bits of scripture. They're not to replace reading and studying the actual scripture. I highly encourage you to to read the Bible. Uh, as these stories are told chronologically, it's a very interesting experience to read the Bible chronologically. And there's all sorts of plans you can find that will allow you to do that in a year or whatever, as I've done several times. It's really helped me understand the Bible by reading it chronologically. So anyway, let's read a little bit of scripture related to today's story. We're in 1 Samuel chapter 5, starting in verse 1. Then the Philistines took the ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. When the Philistines took the ark of God, they brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. That's their, that was the Philistines' god. And when the people of Ashdod arose early in the morning, there was Dagon, fallen on his face to the earth before the ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and set it in its place again. And when they arose early the next morning, there was Dagon, fallen on his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord. The head of Dagon and both the palms of his hands were broken off in the threshold. Only Dagon's torso was left of it. Okay, well... Man's idols cannot stand before the powerful law of Almighty God. When the law is preached, it throws dumb idols into the dirt and destroys their reach of spiritual influence. I'm going to go to First Chronicles chapter 16 and read verse 25 and 26 to you. This is what David has to say about idols and other gods. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is also to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Again, reminder that God is the only God, and we are to honor him, only him. As the Philistines were honoring their false god, this statue of Dagon, we unfortunately do that too often in our own lives. They may not be statues, but they can be all sorts of other things. They can be our status, our position, our job, our family, our money, substances. Let's read a little bit in 1 Samuel chapter 6. Now the people of Beth Shemesh were reaping their wheat harvest in the valley, and they lifted their eyes and saw the ark, and rejoiced to see it. Then the cart came into the field of Joshua of Beth Shemesh, and stood there. A large stone was there. So they split the wood of the cart and offered the cows as a burnt offering to the Lord. The Levites took down the ark of the Lord and the chest that was with it, in which were the articles of gold, and put them in the large stone. Then the men of Beth Shemesh offered burnt offerings and made sacrifices the same day to the Lord. So when the five lords of the Philistines had seen it, they returned to Ekron the same day. These are the golden tumors which the Philistines returned as a trespass of fearing the Lord, one for Ashdod, one for Gaza, one for Ashkelon, one for Gath, one for Ekron, and the golden rats according to the number of all the cities of the Philistines, belonging to the five lords. Both fortified cities and country villages, even as far as the large stone of Abel on which they set the ark of the Lord, which stone remains to this day in the field of Joshua of Beth Shemesh. Then he struck the men of Beth Shemesh, because they had looked into the ark of the Lord. He struck fifty thousand and seventy men of the people, and the people lamented because the Lord had struck the people with a great slaughter. Well, the law executes fearful justice. No one can look upon the law without having a Savior to blot their sins from its vengeance. And that is the message of the gospel. 
The law will be the terrifying and perfect standard of judgment on Judgment Day. So again, we're seeing symbols and we're seeing direct scripture that points to the importance of God's word, God's law. And as this commentary just said, there's no way around the vengeance of God other than a Savior. That's the whole purpose of this is to point to the Savior. And we can use this scripture actually when we're witnessing to someone. Uh, but the, the urgency and the importance of a Savior is the only way around God's vengeance and God's wrath. The law is set up to point us to our sins, not to give us a standard by which we may be saved. Folks that try that fail. There's no way you can live up to the law. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.